Hello everyone, welcome back to the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. For the first time in a while, it's a double podcast week. This is the first. The weekend roundup will be here, don't you worry about that, because there's going to be plenty of, I don't even know what to expect from that tomorrow, but that is tomorrow's episode. Today, we've got a series that if you're new to us, you won't have seen, but if you're loyal listeners, then they will know about it. It's the Project Insert Club here series where we rebuild a club from well when the club is in in turmoil so we've done arsenal was that before arteta or under the the bit the, the um, lowest point at arteta i think it was no it wouldn't it arteta's been in a lot longer i think than we think so it must have yeah. been in a bad period of time yeah we've done spurs as well post Mourinho, maybe um Yes, we've done Newcastle post takeover as well. So in this occasion, I'm sure you can guess by the title, it's going to be a Manchester United rebuild. Unlike all the others, we've got a manager confirmed. There's no way either of us are changing the manager because, I mean, that's kind of the whole point of the podcast. So we're going to go through our plans. We'll go through our formation first. Um and then we'll just go basically from the back to the front of who we think needs to get cut and who we could potentially bring in. Um, obviously, we can't spend too much money because they haven't got an unlimited pot of money. Um, and I think there'll be players as well um, that we can't get rid of <laughs> sometimes. Um, but we will we will discuss that as we go through. So. Yes. First of all, Ben, what are your thoughts on Big Eric in the first place? Um, I mean, I think we said it the other day on one of our other podcasts. Some of the time you need to take a risk in football. And this is a risk, I see, I think. Um, the Eredivisie, obviously, is a, it's an interesting league. We've seen a lot of talent come out of it, a lot of talent go into it. You know, there's a lot of talent there, but... Does it translate to the Premier League? I don't know. I think managers are different, though, at the same time. Yeah. Um, I don't... I think... Is it, is it a good appointment, I'd say? Yeah. But could you have got a better man? Maybe. Who? Oh, Poch is just sat there. He's looking like he's not going to be at PSG next season. Is he... He's had the... He's had the Premier League experience as well, so maybe Poch. Yeah, I mean, I, you say it's a risk, but I don't. I think, I think if if City sack Guardiola, I mean, or leaves, he's obviously never going to get sacked. Um, I think Ten Hag would be high on the list. So I, I, I don't think there's that many great managerial options out there. I mean, the top two are so clear of everybody else that yeah. you kind of. <laughs> This this guy is is the only guy that's not got um, kind of a reputation already for being a great manager. So he could be. I mean, he is a great manager, but I mean, he hasn't got. Yeah, he's done, he's done some interesting got, stuff, hasn't he? Yeah, he's still got like if he comes to the Premier League and smashes it, he's still like he's got a reputation to build for himself, right? Where everyone else has already kind of got it built. I know he's a little bit older than Poch, any but which surprises a lot of people. But Poch is already got the reputation for himself but Ten Hag can yeah. still build himself a, a legacy in, in English football anyway yeah I get you I think that's fair um, and I think he, I think he will be good but um, at the same time 
I don't know what I'm talking about because I never watch Ajax, but I've done a little bit of research. I've learned that he play he likes to play a four three three or four two three one. Yeah. He likes one man basically sitting in front of the of the two centre backs. So his DM is really uh, it almost goes to a back three some of the time because um, the wing backs quite happy to bomb forward. And then he's got two number eights. Doesn't really have a number ten very often, which is going to be interesting for a certain someone. Um, and then the front three, which at the moment he's got a bit of a target man in there, Sebastian Haller at the, at the tip of that. So I've also found out that he likes to play with triangles, as in he loves the triangle play. So you've got to be a decent passer. Yeah. So if that matters. <laughs> this is it's going to be very interesting um, to see how much we stick to his philosophy or how much. I'm very interested for him to see how, um, like, because there'll be surprises. He'll because they've had Solskjaer and they've had Ranić. Neither of those managers, um, in my opinion, are great uh, coaches in terms of their ability to improve a player. So I'm really interested because everyone's got like a 20 man list of of all the players that Man United need to get rid of in the summer. It's just not going to happen. There's going to be players that he. But I'm really excited to see who he, like, do you know what? I can make a player out of you. Um, I know wan is one of those, and myself and you might have wan to leave. But I'm like someone like that who's just been, just miscoached for years now. I wonder if he comes in and puts his arm around him and, and just makes him a great player again. Yeah. Because there's going to be a few, because he can't get rid of all the players that he'll, he'll want to potentially. And there'll also be some good players that we just haven't seen yet. Yeah, that's that's fair. So, without further ado, let's actually get into the team. Um, starting in the sticks, you've got Lee. What formation have you gone with? I've gone for a four-three-three. Yeah, me too. Um, that's helpful. Um, is it Lee Grant? It's Lee Grant, isn't it? It's what? Sorry, Lee. Is it Lee Grant, the keeper? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's out of contract, which leaves you with De Gea, Henderson, and Heaton, and I'm happy with those three going into next season. I'm selling Henderson and getting rid of him. Why? I uh, think you could get some decent cash out of him to start with. And he seems to cause quite a few problems behind the scene. And I'm happy with the hair and I bring in another another goalkeeper. But what's the point of bringing in a, in a work? You're gonna, if you bring in a goalkeeper, you're going to get a worse goalkeeper than Henderson for sure. Maybe, but I just don't. I don't know. I think he causes a lot of problems behind the scenes. He's. I'm happy with the hair. So I just bring in someone cheap, I think. I, I can see uh, De Gea, if, if any of the keepers leave, I can see De Gea going. I, I just think he's a great keeper. But who's but... going to take De Gea? Yeah, that's, oh, I mean, that's a good point. Because he's on fat wage, whereas yeah, he is, he Dean is. Henderson, you could see him going to another Premier League team. Yeah, I just think De Gea might need to improve his, his passing ability um, under Ten Hag. I think that is a big problem with his game there's no doubt he's one of the best shot stoppers in the Premier League but uh, yeah. passing doesn't live up to the expectations of, of a top six team now yeah. uh, so that's going to be interesting but I, at the end of the day there are bigger problems at Man United than the goalkeeper situation for sure yeah we don't really need to go into this one but I think if you I think the hair is probably going to stick around but yeah if he if he was to leave who would you be bringing in um, I wouldn't I would I'd then give Henderson the go You'd give Henderson a go. Yeah. I would potentially, I'm not, uh, my plan is to keep the hair around, but if he was to go, I'd probably look at maybe someone like David Raya or Robert yeah. Sanchez. 
Yeah. Written in the Spanish keeper, basically. Yeah. Just somebody with a bit of Premier League experience, I think, would be quite good. And as you know, I'm quite impressed this season by David Raya. And, yeah. and everybody loves a bit of Robert Sanchez. He got to love a bit of Robert Sanchez. Um, another position then, left back, I'm quite happy with that. Tellers has been pretty average in recent weeks, but um, I think these are both players that have got something about them. And Ten Hag, um, based on my limited watching of Ajax um, and knowledge of his coaching skills, I think he can get the best out of them. Like I said, he likes an attacking, attacking fullback. Um, so... Sure, and Teller's both quite comfortable going forward. Um, so I just think if you're gonna, you there's what two, three world class left backs, and that's at City and Liverpool, and they're not going anywhere. So anything but sure is probably a sidestep, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. And Teller's is decent as well. We've seen him play in the Portuguese league, and I think I read an article the other day. It was do you know the Portuguese league is one of the best leagues? to come from into the Premier League like translates the best yeah like as in like there's hit the ground you've heard of Bundesliga tax haven't you yeah yeah so it's it's like there's no tax but a very little amount yeah so yeah um so good well done um but (laughs) I was talking to Alex Tellez actually um oh but so yeah even if you want to yeah well good good reading Uh, like we said, there's going to be bigger problems. I'm sure going into the rest of the positions, there will be changes. Um, mm. So, do you want to go right back? Because I've, I've got yeah, to. Let's get that out of the way. Because we've got Aaron Wambasaka. Now, in my opinion, he probably isn't good enough. Like I said at the start, he might be one of the players that Ten Hag can, can get something out of, especially as. Although I said he's got like likes attacking wing backs, he has got Daily Blind playing left back sometimes, and obviously he's not that much of an attacking wing back. So I wonder if he can mould Lamp. Not no, just spoil my my right back. Oh, no, <laughs> uh, he can make Wambasaka into that kind of slightly more well the defensive right wing back, and and doesn't doesn't give him that obligation to get forward so much, which I think he might be more comfortable doing. Um, so there is yeah. that option, and I could see that potentially happening. But life I just gave away. I think it's a great, great option that would really fit the Ten Hag system, Tariq Lamptey. And I think he wouldn't be super, super expensive either. No, that's a really good shout. I like that. I, I also thought of Lamptey, but I'm pretty happy with Wambasaka, to be honest. I'm keeping him around. Um, I think Dallow and him are decent. If you, if you were to bring in a right-back there's a guy from Ajax called Mazarawi. Yeah. But I think he's pretty close to signing for Bayern. Yeah, he's However, contract, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but I'd maybe look at him. But yeah, I thought Lamptey as well. But I'm, I think I'd just stick around with Rambasaka. I think, I really think that he's not the problem. Yeah, he needs to work on his going forward play or just not make that a part of his game. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'd keep him around. Rambasaka. He, his first season at United was decent and yeah. we've seen he can play well in the Premier League just needs a bit of a he just needs some confidence to stop yeah. getting blamed all the time yeah it's true um, okay now we're in centre-back have you bought one or more than one I'm assuming you've bought one I've bought at least one but I'd try and get two okay um, so of as well, you've got 
the likes of Bailly, Phil Jones, Twanzebe and Williams as defenders that will be needing to be moved on. Whether or not mm. you can get rid of all of them is a completely separate issue. You've mentioned the De Gea wage. Um, although these will not be anywhere near that wage, they will still be on a higher wage than other clubs will be willing to get them. So we've yeah. kind of got an Arsenal situation where there's a lot of dead wood. You might need to take a hit on a couple to get rid of them. Um, or some might just stick around in the background and you're just going to have to wait your time, get them loaned if you can. If not, just stick them in the under-23s and, and just ignore them until they leave. Who are you getting rid of out of those centre-backs? Um, out of the centre-backs, I'm I'm getting rid of... Phil, Phil Jones needs a fresh start, and I think he'd be happy to, to be honest. Eric yeah. Bailly doesn't play enough games, um, mm. and the same with Twan Zabe. Um, He's not good enough to... Williams as well, he's just never going to get near the team. And you, and you might get a decent move somewhere, or you, at least you probably get him out on loan again. Um, <laughs> so that leaves me with Varane, Lindelof and Maguire. All three of those I'm happy to keep at the club. Right. Um, um, I I agree. I'd get rid of Phil Jones. I think he needs a fresh start. Um, yeah. I've, I've actually taken a different toll. I'm, I'm getting rid of Maguire. Really? I think I, the, the way I'm saying this is, I don't think Harry Maguire is a bad defender in any way, shape, or form. Uh, yeah, he's having a real rough time this season. However, the last two seasons, he was pretty good in his first season, I'd say. Yeah. And last season, United finished second. So they can't have been that bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, defensive. I know everybody was a bit poor last season, but I really don't think. I just think Maguire needs this new fresh start. But where? Um, I don't know. I think I think people would go for him. I don't think I definitely wouldn't get eighty million out of him though. That's the issue here. You yeah, take but a I, I just can't hit. see who take who takes him. Newcastle, maybe. Would he want that? Would if you were him, would you do that? I, I'm Man United yeah. captain. I yeah, want, be the I, staple of the new bat line for a new team on the earth. He'd be on a decent chunk of money because they've got enough to chuck around. And I, I think, would you take Harry Maguire over Jamal Lascelles? Yes. I mean, Newcastle, if I was a Newcastle fan, I'd take him. But I, I think he can, I think as a person, I'd want to stick at one of the biggest clubs in, in the world as the captain. Whether or not he'll be the captain next year, that will be an interesting call as well. Um, that Ten Hag has to make. But I just think but he's I a decent think... centre-back. I worry, though, if there's attacking fullbacks, that he... He'll get exposed more. Yeah, just because not as as a centre back, he's fantastic. But if there's someone, if Luke Shaw and Harry Dante are bombing forward, he's going to have to play left back when 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 that's or right back um, when they've got. I, I think I'd get dragged, rid of him. That's when he's worrying. He's also on a big big wage, so I think I think he'd be easier to find a club for. Like thinking about it, even Chelsea are looking like they're losing quite a lot of players at the moment. And if Harry Maguire went to like Tuchel. Who is a very good defensive coach? Could he sort him out a bit? Yes. The problem is Maguire has played under Solskjaer and Ranić. If you put even like look at him for England, yeah, a de- a better coach than both of them. Yeah. If you put him in a decent system, would he work better? A hundred percent, yes. But well, I even in this to... system, he's he's been good the last two seasons. It's only just yeah, this exactly. season that it's kind of. The whole he's team's falling four. apart and he's yeah. getting blamed. Yeah, exactly, because he's the captain of the club. I agree that he could do with a fresh start. I just can't see him going anywhere. And I don't think he could, but I'd 
I would try and get rid of him. And I think somebody would like Newcastle would would sign him up. Maybe mm. Chelsea would. But is he a top three defender in the league? Mm, probably not. But he's got to be a top ten, surely. Yeah, maybe. Okay, who do you bring in there? Right. So, you if you're going to play in the Premier League, you need to be big. Is the way I see it. Right. And somebody who is big and has also worked in the Ten Hag before isn't having the best time over in Italy is Delict. Yeah. I'd be bringing him in. That's my first option. Yeah. So Delict and Varane, I'd start at the back. Okay. However, I'd also go over to Barcelona and I'd try and get that Arojo. Arojo. Yeah. He's running out of contract as well. It looks more likely that he's going to sign another deal with Barca. However, no, it seems to be on the drop at the moment as well. So that's what I'd probably aim to do. All right. How much do you think Delict's going to cost you? Um, I think you could get Delict for 50, 60. Fair enough. I've, I've no idea. Um, depends how much they they rate him I guess I've gone for a man I also think I'm going to have to pay 50 million for um, as you know I love a combination of centre-backs that have a right foot and a left foot I hate a left foot right foot centre-back playing at left back and vice versa so I've gone for Pau Torres oh good shout um, I don't think he's the biggest man but he's having a fantastic season a couple of seasons over in Spain um, and he's a young lad and I think he could be the rock of that left side of defence. That way you could play Maguire. Because, um, yes, you've got Varane, but how many games is Varane going to be there? Not that many. You could then play Maguire on the right side of defence, which I think he'd be more comfortable with, um, which he's never really got the opportunity to do uh, at Man United, um, often shifted to the left. But I just think that might help. And like I said, I just think we need that little bit of balance in in defence. Uh, Johan Barbe to kind of roll that left side of defence. Um, and it just, I just like it. He's young. He can improve. Um, he's fresh. To hit his prime. Yeah. And it's just yeah. kind of the next Man United centre-back, like the kind of what you hoped Mahomes Maguire would be and still could be, I guess. Yeah, I agree. That's good. I like that. All right, into the free. So we've got both got free in midfield. Is your can you kind of explain your tactics with your free? So you've got your box to box, your attacking playmaker, and your defensive okay. is what I've gone for. So one in front of the centre back, like you say, two, uh, not too cool. Ten Hag likes to do that. And then the one who's helping defend, but also transitioning into attack. And then your Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> okay. I've ruined it. He's. I'm not fussed about him trying to defend. He's there to take the pens and score a few bangers. Take the pens, is that wise? Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, after this weekend's antics, which I'm sure we'll get into in the um, weekend roundup tomorrow. We'll come back tomorrow for that. Um, because there's plenty of penalty antics. Because if you're fine with Bruno, then you'd probably be fine with somebody else missing apparently this weekend. Um, anyway, I've gone for kind of more similar to what he's done now. I, I still am keeping Bruno, but he's going to have to mould into an eight because the two eights get through so much work at um, Ajax at the minute. Um, one of them, I'd quite like to pinch, but I'm not 100%, but we'll start with a DM. 
have you gone and broken the bank? Um, not. I haven't got Declan Rice. Interesting. Have you? Yes. You went for Decky Rice? Yeah. I, I would really like to sign Declan Rice. And obviously, he's having a bit of a faff around with West Ham and his contract. Yeah. But I just, I just don't know if I could see Declan. Declan Rice doesn't seem like an idiot. And I still think going to United over West Ham is a bit of a dodgy move at the moment. I for think long, he'd rather for wait for Chelsea. Like you're not, if 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 you because I think if you're a footballer, really, it's a short career compared to the rest of us. Sort of the work from eighteen to seventy-eight, it's a it's a very short career from eighteen to like thirty-two. If you yeah. don't take your chance to get into this club, who's going to be they're going to be in and around the Champions League places forever, yeah. likely. Unlike West Ham, who will not be. Oh no, but I think he, I think he'd rather wait for Chelsea or something. Personally. I don't know. I, I think if if we so I, I read an article that said Man United are gonna have two hundred million to spend in the summer. So I've spent two hundred million. Hundred of that is going on Declan Rice. If you put a hundred million on the table, West Ham don't turn that down. No way in a million years. Even though Moyes has said they want a hundred and fifty. Moyes can say whatever he likes. If if you put a hundred million in front of West Ham, there's no way they turn that down. Absolutely not a chance. I don't know. I've gone for Especially, uh, especially if he's already kicking up a fuss. Yeah. And there, how long has he got left on his contract? Three, Eight, three years. Three years. Yeah. Mm, tough one. Tough one. It depends. Player powers a lot. If if he's if he says, "All right, fine, fair enough, I've got three years," but if he's moaning about it while they're in a the semi final of the Europa League, then what's he going to be like when when a big club comes calling? Maybe like you are right, and he wants Chelsea. But if I'm Man United, you see him. I can't see him leaving this season personally. I think, say West Ham, if they don't win, win the, in the Europa League, I can see him gone. If they win the Europa League, though, which they've got Frankfurt, um, yeah. Leipzig probably, Rangers and Leipzig to go yeah. through. Yeah, I'd say they're probably better than two out of those three teams, definitely. And yeah. then they might struggle. Um, I can't see them letting go of Declan Rice and Mark Noble in the same season. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It depends. It's going to be if they win, if they get into Champions League, fair enough. It's going to be hard. But if I'm Man United, I, I try everything. I send somebody over to tap up Rice and say and get him moaning because the second he's like, I don't want to be there, then then all the carnage breaks out. Um, as we've seen many a time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. If I'm if I'm Man United, he's the he's the man I want, and I'm happy to sacrifice getting Harry Lampard if you want to chuck another thirty million on Declan Rice. Yeah, I've gone for Tushimeni uh, from Monaco. I I quite like Tushimeni. I think he's quite good. But takes Tushimeni touches for me. <laughs> do you do you actually think that, or is that just? No, I've been playing my life. Brilliant. The, the I, think, I think he's going to be cheaper than Declan Rice. Yeah. And is probably more likely to go, is the other thing. Yeah. Primarily because he's playing at Monaco at the moment. If you don't know, he's a young French lad. And I'd, I'd, I'd say, De- well, Declan Rice is better, but I think you can get him for cheaper because Monaco cash 
really isn't that much of an issue, I don't think, for Monaco. Yeah. And I think he's more like to say, yeah, I'll go over to United. There's a big, there's a bigger step up at the moment from Monaco to United than from yeah. West Ham to United. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'd go for him, and I think he'd be cheaper as well. So I can spend more reckon... up front, which is going to come up. So that's fun. How much do you reckon it's going to cost you? Too too many. Yeah. Uh, probably 60, 65, probably. <laughs> How much I have think... you spent overall? Like, can I ask? Oh, I haven't counted it up. Give me one second. Right. Um, I've, I've probably spent about 200 mil. Yeah, maybe spent... 250, I've depending. Exactly. If How have you worked it out? Uh, Torres for 50 so far, Rice for 100, and uh, Lamptey for 30. So, so, how much have you got left? I've only got, I think, 20, 20 million to go. Okay, I'm currently on, I'm on about two, 250, maybe 300, but they've got a budget of 200 million, and I haven't even started to sell players, so... <laughs> Um, so it, uh, after Tushimeni, who's yes. gonna if he gets injured, who's gonna be sticking around the club to kind of fill that hole? Because if we are playing one defensive midfielder, then we've still got to trust this guy. Um, I'm keeping Fred around, okay, as, as, a, as, as, a, as a defensive midfielder on his own. No, he's okay. the backup option. I'd like, I'd prefer to play him higher up in the box to box position, to be fair. However, I'm signing Tiedemans as well. I still don't think either of those can do the, the defensive midfield role. Well, the thing is, if Tushimeni gets injured, which is an if, then you play both of them, and then they'll work it out between them. Fair enough. I, I've gone very stuck to my guns that, like, this system isn't going to change. So I'm... I'm also keeping McTominay around this season. So yeah, uh, I, I I've I've said McTominay or Matic. I don't really mind which one you keep. Well, Matic is leaving, so. So, yeah, I'm happy to keep McTominay and do that, but I'm not changing the system. And then I haven't, so I've, I've haven't signed, I've got Tiedemans written down because he's going to be a bargain by the sounds of it, according to Leicester yeah. or the reports around Leicester. Um, then 25 got, mil, you might as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I haven't signed him, but if you want to chuck another 25 million at the, at the bank, go and get him. Um, because why might not? as well. I'm hoping Liverpool do it. I really hope we do. But... Yeah. But, it's not a very Liverpool signing. So on the left side, which is my moderately more defensive side, um, yeah. I've got Joe Garner, um, who is currently on loan at Nottingham Forest from Manchester United. All right. Um, and he's having a fantastic season. And I think he, him and Fred in that eight role could, I think this, the eight role suits Fred down to the ground. You, don't, you can't trust him to be a defensive midfielder on his own, but you can trust him to run his socks off. So I think that could He's really be a good help. presser as well. Exactly. So I think he would be a great player in there. But Garner as well, I think, deserves a chance. Maybe not the same runner, but definitely could do a job in that midfield and should be given a chance and not shipped out on loan somewhere else. Um, and then on the other side, I have got Bruno. But I'm, I'm saying, Bruno, mate, you're going to have to track back. I'm not having this 10 nonsense. You're going to be an eight. So do you've it. got two eights then? I've got two eights. If Bruno says I don't want it, I don't want to track back. Get, just get out, mate. See you later. Um, oh. But somebody who I also also think could have a bit of a, a revitalised career is Donny Van der Beek. Yeah, as, he's sticking around for me as well. Yeah, as an eight, that kind of suits him down to the ground. So maybe I can do Bruno and, and Van der Beek, or um, I don't know. But 
two eights is definitely the way to go for me. Perfect. Um, so there you go. Also, Graven Birch is kind of linked with everybody now. I mean, I literally yeah. know good. <clears throat> is, I think but... I think he's off to um, Bayern as well. Everybody's off to Bayern, it seems. Yeah. Okay, into the front three then. And as you know, I've only got twenty million left in the bank. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I haven't signed a midfielder. So let's start on the left hand side. Are you signing anybody there? Um, it's a big. I don't know yet. I quite fancy Sancho. Yeah, me too. I don't think there's any chance on hell that he's off. Yeah. So, please keep Sancho around. Um, but I think you could also play a Langer there. Yeah. The big question is, are you getting rid of Rashford? Absolutely not. No. No. I think if you get rid of Rashford, then you bring in a player. Because how much are you going to get for Rashford, realistically? 50 plus? Mm. 40 plus? Yeah, you probably. I, I, I just don't see him going. It, that would be a I, I don't think he'll go. I don't one, think he'll one go. One bad season after being one of the most exciting talents in England is like a, would be the ridiculous. Uh, well, I can't. I just cannot see that. If it, if in, you could in say, a season where no United player is playing well apart yeah. from the goalkeeper says something. Yeah. So exactly. Keep him around, yeah. Yeah. So I, I've got Sancho and Rashford, and and, um, and Rashford. I'm happy to play um, the number nine because I'm keeping Cristiano Ronaldo. Whether or not he can stay is, is a separate question. If he if will be there, he's kind of out of my hands. Um, but I would have have. I don't know if you'll keep him Ronaldo, but I'm certainly keeping Ronaldo. Fair enough. I, I I wouldn't bother getting rid of Ronaldo. I think he brings too much to the club to get rid. Yeah, um, yeah he's a bit of a distraction, and Ten Hag will probably look to um, cut his time on the pitch down a bit. You yeah. can't really be relying on a 38-year-old Ronaldo week in, week out. However, um, so I'd be keeping Ronaldo, but looking to bring in a striker anyway. Yeah, I, I bought in a striker on a free transfer, actually. Um, but I, I think... I'm kind of matching up the Haller approach because, yeah, Ajax yeah, can be exciting, and but they've got a, like a backboard as as Haller. He's not the most athletic man in the world. Neither is Ronaldo right now, um, although he looks it. He is 30, 34 million years old, um, so I'm happy for Ronaldo to just kind of stand there and just almost like a target man, which kind of downplays how good he is a little bit. But I think that's the only role he can really do effectively now. And in a sort of similar sense, because um, there's not a lot of free transfers that are in attacking areas, super exciting at the minute. Um, I've gone for Belotti from Torino's transfer. Because I think he can do a similar job to Haller. He's been scoring a decent amount of goals for quite a long period of time. He's not your best option. But I think if you've got Ronaldo at the club, you've got Rashford as well. I think he's a really good option to cut. Basically, if I was Spurs, you'd go and get him because he's not as good as Kane. But if Kane ever does get injured, then he's a great option. And I think he can do a similar role at Man United as well. Fair enough. Um, I've, I think I've got for someone who's not going to cost you more than 25 million. Who's that? Ivan Tony. Yeah, good shout. I can't just I can't see it for me. I don't know why. I think he's had his time at Brentford now. He's obviously broken the record of them. He's come up into the Prem, sort of, I wouldn't say proved, but he's, this second half of the season, he's proved he's a 
a quality striker still. Um, and I think he's, what you say, he's a target man, isn't he? He can get his head on things. He probably works well as a second striker or like, you know, in a, in a pair. But I think if you've got the likes of Sancho and whoever I'm going to sign on the right, I think he'd do all right. And he's quality proven Premier League standard. Yeah, I think, to be honest, I think the fact he plays for Brentford is a real, um, I don't know, it's like it's like there's this perception of him that he's not, like, I just can't see him at a top club. And I think yeah. it's, it's terrible because he he has definitely proved himself this season, isn't it? The first half of the season, they created hardly any chances. Since Ericsson's come in, yeah. he's definitely had a better, a more improved role. But he scored goals, like you say, throughout the divisions. He, he's strong. He can hold the ball up. His finishing's exceptional. His penalties are much better than Bruno Fernandes is. And he can get his head on things. And he can get. He literally can do pretty much everything. It's only the fact he's playing for Brentford that he's not linked with everyone. And I think whichever of the big six clubs do get him, that it will be a steal because I think at, once we see him at a big six club. I'd take him at Liverpool. Yeah, I, I think easily. I, I think there's just too much like snobbery in the, in the big six. Yeah. I think whoever gets him, everybody else will regret it. I think. I think the best team for him to go to would be Arsenal, personally. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Just I, they have him, been... like a, he could, he could, they could build around him. Everyone else is kind of you got to fight your way in, but exactly. I think as well, they are in desperate need of a of an out and out striker who's going to just pop it like. Martin, like Lacazette's got what a year left on his contract, is it? So yeah. maybe this is, no, this is one. I think Lacazette's out of contract in the summer. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Would I would I get rid of Lacazette? Mm, I don't yeah. know. Would I bring in Tony? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but um, this is not I don't an think Spurs rebuild. are going to go for him. City probably. Well, City won't go for him. So if I was United, I'd be looking to get him in. You know why not that or break the bank a bit more and get DCL, but would I have Tony over DCL? Yes. Tony's going to play more games in a season, you would say. Exactly. Yeah, and Calvert-Lewin... You don't score goals. The only thing is, if Everton get relegated, you could probably get Calvert-Lewin a lot easier. Yeah. And that's kind of part of my thinking for this right-wing option. Oh. Um, who I don't... Well, we know Man United have not got a lot of right-wingers, um, or any, actually. Um, so... But who do they play at the moment? Langer? Well, yeah, or just they have to shift somebody else out there, really, don't they? It is like yeah. a, or you, you shove Rashford out of position. And realistically, you probably need a, two out and out wingers, but I am happy for others to do the job. But like I said, I've only got like 20, 25 million to splash at this. Um, Watford going down, I think Ismaila Sal would be a great option. Mm, like that. I think uh, I've been a bit less bored, well, a bit more boring, and I've just gone for whatever I'm saying. I'm going for Anthony. From I don't Ajax. think they need Anthony. I think he'd be pretty exciting. I don't... I think they've already got that. I think he's quite similar to Sancho. Admittedly, again, well, I haven't watched a lot of Anthony. I think they need somebody who's just going to run and get to the byline. I, I don't... There's... there's an, Sancho is great, but he's not, like, super direct, if, if you know what I mean. Like, he's a great playmaker. He's really skillful. But in terms of his actual, like, burst of pace, I don't think he's really got that ability to just drive and run in a straight line. And I think Ismail Saar would add that. And I think Anthony's kind of similar to Sancho in that way. The only problem is Saar's injured a lot. And Saar hasn't been that great this season. Yeah, it'd probably be a a decent signing, but I'd probably go for Anthony. He knows exactly how Ten Hag works. And if you, I just think it'd be a really good signing, Anthony. 
you could probably get him for a similar price to Saar. Um, I think 50 million would probably be the max. But for Saar, you're what, spending 30? 40? I reckon you can get him for 20, 25. In the championship, again, I don't know how long his contract is, to be fair, but after this, after this season, he's a this season as well, not being as exciting. Um Obviously, had had an injury. Then I think he was on African Cup of Nations, which what he was injured kind of while he was there as well. So it's, it's, he's only had half a season, really. Still, um, relatively impressive for Watford. So, um, yeah, I think. I mean, like I said, I haven't got a lot of money, but I think it's worth a risk on him. And and I, I worry if they do go for Anthony that it's too much of the same stuff. I mean, Anthony and Rashford as as two options is like that's what I'm kind of looking for. Um, so maybe that's a good I'd play, option. I'd rather play Rashford on the left and then play no, yeah, that's Sancho on the right. Uh, um, oh, I was going to say like Anthony on the right and Rashford on the left because then you've got two different types of wingers. Um, it will work. Being, it, I'm sure Anthony would be great, but I just think sometimes it's nice to have a bit of uh, spice, something else. But Anthony's spicy as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's the same spice. It's like putting... It's like putting rosemary in, and then you've got on on offer. You've got like tarragon in his Asar. You might not like tarragon because you don't think it's good enough. But is it better to have tarragon, or is it better to just stick more rosemary in? I don't want any. I've already got rosemary. Do I just have some more rosemary? Just because I like it doesn't mean I want five thousand bunches of rosemary. I've got rosemary, Ben. Stop giving me rosemary. Yeah, having more rosemary, mate. Well, tell you what you've got. You've got cinnamon on the left and rosemary on the right. What? Where's, this is a mental dish. What are we cooking here? Making some cinnamon rosemary buns. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I might be right, but I just feel like rosemary isn't necessary. That's what I've said. Um, but there you go. So do you want to run through some of the other players in the team? I'll go through the list and we'll say if you're getting rid of him or... <laughs> So, so far, we definitely, you know, Pogba's probably off. Like, yeah, no, 90% no. off. Yeah. One matter's off. Lingard's off. Then you keep in Fred Fernandez. What about this Pellistry? I'm not first. Yeah. I mean, he's one of Basically, those that might be around. Nobody's come to find out if I'm getting rid of Pellistry or not. Yeah. Um, Matic is going. Scott McTominay gets to stay. Hannibal, don't care. Yeah. Charlie Savage, don't care. Zidane, I'm on the uh, Premier League website. Apparently Zidane plays for United. Don't care. He's called Zidane Iqbal. Uh, Alejandro Garnacho. Don't care. We've already said who we're keeping in goal. Ronaldo's sticking around for both of us. Rashford is. Uh, Cavani. Nah. No, not first. Elanga. Yeah, definitely Elanga. I mean, I feel like he might have been overhyped a bit too soon, but still, I mean, it's worth, worth a try at least. Lindelof yeah definitely keeping Lindelof I think he arguably Man United's best centre back this season yeah, I was keeping whereas you were getting rid of Phil Jones we both said goodbye to I've said goodbye to Harry Maguire you're keeping him around Varane's yeah. sticking around for both of us Dallow we're both keeping hold of Luke Shaw Tellers Wambasaka we've already said we're keeping both the left backs and Luke saying goodbye to Wambasaka and I'm saying hello yeah so yeah do you want to run through your team quickly then my starting eleven is that you want your best possible starting eleven for United. So I've got De Gea. You don't have to put Ronaldo in. You don't have to put Ronaldo in. I've got De Gea in goal. Yeah. I've got Lamptey at right back. Yeah. Gonna go for 
Torres and Maguire as my centre back partnership. Right. Um, I just think that can be really good. Shaw, Rice, Fred, and no, Shaw, Rice, Van der Beek, and Fernandez. Sancho, Ronaldo, he's minus star. And if we can get a hold of Telemans, we're going to get him in as well. Yeah, but I don't think he starts for me. Over Fred? Uh, I didn't play Fred in the end of Van der Beek. Oh, over, you're keeping him hold of Van der Beek over him? I just, I just, I just want him to do well, you know. <laughs> okay, uh, I've gone for De Gea, Wan-Bissaka, Varane, Delict, Shaw, Tushimene, Fred Fernandez, Sancho, Ivan Tony, and Anthony. There you go. Presuming, presuming Ronaldo. Well, Ronaldo's there, but I still want to sign Tony. Okay. Um, one more player I want to talk about because I think this guy is probably the top of the list for three Premier League teams this summer. Um, I want to sign him ridiculously badly. But do you think he'd fit into United? That is Nkunku from Leipzig. Uh, if I'm honest, I've no idea. All right. So <laughs> from what I've seen, he's absolutely tearing it up at the moment in the Bundesliga. And the thing that helps him the most is that he seems that he's ridiculously versatile. He can play in numerous positions. He can play on the wing. He can play at the midfield. But even plays as a false nine some of the time. I really hope Liverpool sign him. But I think he'd work quite well for United because, like you say, if you get him, he is that rosemary to cinnamon, different spices on the wing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know um, what you're saying here. I've forgotten the analogy, but why not? Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, like I said, I haven't seen a lot of him. I've seen that he's bagging the goals in this season and fair play. I, I just don't know. I, I, there's nowhere that he fits. Even if he can play everywhere, there's no way that I can see him slotting in exactly. There's not a Nkunku-shaped hole in my team, I don't think. Although he can squeeze himself into a variety of different holes, I don't think there's the perfect hole for him. Right. That would be my problem. Fair enough. What do you think? Mm, I probably wouldn't bother with United. I think it's probably too much money for then They need some maturity on the ground. I think they need to figure out what they've got get a solid team of players that you know you can put in a decent performance week in, week out, and then maybe chuck a, a, a new spice at it. Chuck some chives in there for some reason. But chives. right now, chives is the last thing we're after. Let's just get a solid base, please. Yeah. Declan Rice is your your big side. What about um, Calvin Phillips? I would be up for that, actually. Over Rice? Not over rice, but if, if if you go if you offer a hundred million to uh, West Ham and they say get in the pin, then I go straight to Leeds and say there you go, I have fifty and I'll take rice off your hands. Yeah, Phillips off your hands. I wouldn't spend more than thirty-five on Calvin Phillips, and they're demanding sixteen. No chance. Depends if they stay up. Might not stay up. True. There's no way Calvin Phillips is playing a championship next season. Is that? I'll tell you that much for free. No, he's only on like 4K a week. I did see that. I don't know how That's believable right. those things are, but I can imagine that is the case. Only, really only four grand a week, by the it way. Is, 
It was what, sorry? Only four grand a week. I mean, I'd quite... Well, for a footballer, I mean, I'd happily take four grand a week only. But uh, for a footballer, that's pretty mental, yeah. considering he's like the best clip player at the club. Yeah, that is true. Or one of. I saw a really good video earlier. It was um, somebody made a starting 11 with less wage than Harry Maguire. I saw that. I saw that. That was pretty mental. It was, um, I'll try and remember off the top of my head. They went for Eduard Mendy, Ike Nori, Connor Cody. Um, really started well. <laughs> um, I can't remember the rest. I know Calvin Phillips and Declan Rice are in there, though, so. Yeah, they were. It's a fair play to the guys. Well done. Um, all you all you poor football players. <laughs> yeah, struggling. He's really struggling at the moment. Uh, been sat home on his four and a half grand a week, injured for a whole season. Yeah. Must have been a hard one. Um, but he has had to watch Leeds, so, you know, yeah. that is a problem. So he must be struggling. Yeah. <laughs> um, Perfect. Uh, I was really ever... worried a minute ago when you said on the topic of clubs going down that you were going to bring up Anthony Gordon or something. Oh my god, I hate Anthony Gordon. But you I'm... do? Yeah, I hate him. I absolutely hate the guy. Why? You're an idiot. We'll discuss Anthony Gordon and and amongst I can't other wait for this. tomorrow's podcast because it's going to be a very very. Uh, I don't even know what's going to happen yet. I don't know what if the opinions are going to be. I thought about... I was going to have to. I've been literally thinking of my points. Day to say, oh, to I'm, you I'm sure your points will still be relevant just because I Brilliant. hate Anthony Gordon. Um, there might still be some things for us to discuss, but as a as a player, I absolutely hate the guy. Um, so yeah, we'll, I've we'll... got some I've got some um, some beefing to talk about, including Mason Holgate as well. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Okay, the, well, the return, maybe a centre back option for Man United. Mason Holgate, good plan. Um, Put me the bin. So oh, there we go. I would pay for somebody to ruin his career. Oh God, that's yeah. horrendous. Hmm. Maybe, that is maybe a bit too far. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Um, you'll hear my you'll hear my thoughts on Mason Holgate tomorrow. However, for now, thank you for listening. Like, I like Mason Holgate as a bit of a spoiler. <sighs> you're wrong. You're wrong. For now, thank you for listening. Uh, let us know who we have forgotten who we should sign who who is a bad idea for a signing i suppose uh also let us know what your favorite spice is whilst you're at it in the comments and yeah. if you've got any other clubs you want us to look at rebuilding because these are by far um a lot more fun than some of the stuff we record um i've been looking forward to this for a week so let us know and thank you for listening and goodbye bye